You're listening to The Dilly Show with author Brendan Dilly, now available as a daily podcast. You can catch the show live Monday through Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern. Go to dillyshow.com for details. And now, your host, Brendan Dilly. Good morning, MAGA. Welcome to The Dilly Show. I am your host, author Brendan Dilly. It's my book right here, still breathing. The wisdom and teachings of a perfectly flawed man. You pick that up on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or any other major book retailer. You can check that out today. Also, if you love this show, please subscribe to the show at subscribestar.com forward slash the Dilly Show. That's subscribestar.com forward slash the Dilly Show. Check that out. That is the best place to make your contributions to the show. And uh, they've been really great to me. Also, if you love the show and you want to download it in podcast format, you can now do so at bit.ly forward slash Dilly Show. That's bit.ly forward slash Dilly Show. Producer Magical Trevor making sure you guys have a daily podcast available. Check that out today. All right. Good morning. Happy Monday, September 18th, 2023. I don't feel good still. Um, I don't feel terrible, but I don't feel fucking good. I mean, actually, I'm a little loopy if I'm going to be straight up with you guys. I'm a little loopy, which is probably really bad for me, but it could be really good for you uh, when I'm like this. So we may have some, there may be some situations that happen during this broadcast that I am in no way responsible for because I had to use cold medicine the last couple of days and I don't feel quite like myself, okay? Just so we're clear, I'm a little slow on the draw. And moving a little bit, not quite normal, all right? Not quite normal. So, <laughs> I'll probably get into some. I'll probably get into some trouble today. That's okay. It's fun. That's what makes it fun. Now I'm getting hot. I wore this stupid sweatshirt, and I thought I'll be cozy, and I was. Now I'm fucking hot. Oh well. Anyway, it's a Monday. We lost an F-35. It happens. I misplace things sometimes. And sometimes it takes a day or two and you go, oh yeah, I remember where I put that. Now I've never misplaced an $80 million fighter jet before, but I'd imagine it's probably kind of embarrassing um, for the US military. We're gonna talk about that story because it doesn't make any fucking sense. And uh, frankly, if I found it, I would never tell them. I would cover it with bushes. That'd be my strategy. If, it, if somehow an F-35 ended up in my land or my yard, I'd just hide it with some bushes and then be like, eh. But yeah, anyway, the U.S. military, uh, the alleged world's most fiercest, scariest fighter group in the world. Yeah, right. <laughs> lost uh, fucking a minimum, minimum $80 million stealth jet and then posted a tweet asking for help finding it. I, I wish I was making this up. Uh, if this was still a serious country, um, there's no way that would ever have hit the newswire or been a story. But alas, this is not a real country anymore. Uh, it is a conquered country. And as such, uh, shit like having an $80 million jet just sort of go, whoopsie, uh, missing is, is normal. So we'll talk about that today. I, I got to talk about it. Got to talk about this Trump interview too. This bitch from NBC. Is that what she was from? Where was she from? Is that NBC? What a bitch. That lady was terrible. That was like the worst lady ever. Meet the press lady. 
Donald Trump is the man. He handled it exquisitely, even though, <laughs> even though he was arguing with some bitch the whole time. Anyway, we were talking about that on the show because it's important. Uh, so yeah, President Trump, boy, I don't know who signed him up for these things. You guys get him some, get him a friendly interview. You got Megyn Kelly with her shenanigans and her extra short skirt trying to fucking distract him with her legs and her hoo-ha. And then you fucking, the next day you make him go talk to some bitch that doesn't like him. This is all. All right, we need some good interviews this week. Maybe some softball friendly interviews because the ones on Friday and Saturday, they're mean. Yeah, I don't, I'm not happy about it. But anyway, we're going to talk about that on this, today's show too. Uh, what else did I say I was going to say today? I said, uh, oh, uh, and more. Yeah, and we'll talk about all that and more on today's show. <laughs> I should apologize in advance because I, uh, I don't feel right. I don't feel like myself today. It's really shitty. I'm trying to pull it together and be a professional, but I don't feel professional. I feel retarded. It's, I'd imagine that's why we opened with that uh, Dre Fanzer meme because I'd imagine that's what it feels like when you wake up every day as Fetterman. You just feel like you wake up and you got all kinds of thoughts and shit and uh, none of them go together and you're just like, man, I took too much NyQuil. That's what I think happens with him. Anyway. <coughs> anyway, I hope you guys had a good weekend. I had a shitty weekend because I wasn't feeling good all weekend. I never really felt horrible, but I never felt good either. I just feel like this. That's how, if I could express to you guys how I feel today, this is it right here. <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to entertain today I don't want to I don't want to entertain <laughs> I just don't want to I said do this this is this is me since fucking Friday I finished my show Friday and then I immediately did this and I worked I worked till like way too long Friday night I was working the phones and doing a bunch of shit but then I just felt like this you know I like so I'm just sitting here. I'm just like, I don't feel bad. I don't feel good, though. You know what I mean? I feel fetterman They fetterman me, you guys. I think that's what happened. They fucking fetterman me. We're speculating whether I have COVID. I think I have a head cold. And I took too much medicine. COVID just means flu. Can we just all stop calling it anything else? It's just the flu, okay? Yes, I got the flu. And it made me feel bad for a couple of days. You know what I mean? That's all. Why didn't you just go to bed? Why don't you just go to bed? I Maybe I did. I, I can't sleep. I couldn't sleep either. That's the other thing. I'm too tired to sleep. And that's a thing too. It, it happened to me. It's real. No, Phantom Shadow got monkey pox and now he insists that everybody has it. I don't have what you had. Okay? I don't do that. That's gay. Um, hey, I want to say thank you real quick to, to Sandra. Sandra, it was so wonderful to hear from you. I haven't heard from you in a while, and I missed you. Was, you wrote me in a really nice letter, and I appreciate your contribution to the show. And I got it um, this morning, and I thought it was really cool. It was nice to hear from you. I, I hope you're doing well. All right. <clears throat> all right, so... Yeah, we got to talk about America. It's all stupid right now. Um, everything's fucked up. They, they got all these illegal immigrants invading our country. Uh, and I mean that they're showing up on uh, trains in boats and shit. And, uh, the cross the border in like insane numbers. I could show them to you, but I don't want to trigger you on a, on a Monday. 
But yeah, there's a lot of these motherfuckers coming across the border. And um, it's not good. It's, it's all sorts of bad. And then, and then uh, the government is, is basically on the verge of shutting down, which would be the best thing that could happen to us. But they're not. They'll cut some stupid fucking 25th hour deal. They'll give them all this money. It's all horseshit. You know what I mean? It's all horseshit. Total shit. Total fucking horseshit. There. There's your fucking news. On Monday, September 18th, your news is fucking horseshit. It's all fucking horseshit. I don't even know what's going on right now. I had a fucking tweet do 1.5 million views this weekend, and I added 300 followers. Twitter's gay. That doesn't seem right. The math doesn't make any sense. Nothing makes any sense. It's all bullshit. I think I just want to play the everything is bullshit meme. I just on repeat. You know, just loop it. And you just fucking get that into your head. It's adorable. I'm supposed to have a conversation tomorrow with somebody very important. I'm not ready to have that conversation. You know what I mean? I'm not calling it the new name. You guys can fuck off. I'm calling it Twitter. I think the new name's stupid and gay. And Elon Musk, if you happen to see my podcast on your shitty platform today, I, I actually really like your platform. But the t your new name is stupid. It was a dumb branding thing. But you, you're rich and you have the right to ruin something, but it's still stupid. You should just left it Twitter. I mean, if you're going to have something be fake and gay, you should just leave it fake and gay. Twitter is a fake and gay name for a fake and gay place. X sounds perverted, man. I'm just saying. You shouldn't call it X. X sounds perverted or dumb. Yeah, X marks the spot. It's just stupid. It's a fucking little beep beep. Like, really? I call it Twitter, okay? I call it Twitter, and I'm not changing it. I'm also not changing fucking Bruce Jenner's name. I'm not doing any of that crap, okay? It's too much for one human being to keep up with, all right? Kanye's still Kanye. He's not whatever the fuck name he's going by. Uh, Puff Daddy is still Puff Daddy. He's not whatever the fuck name he's going by. Snoop Dogg is still Snoop Dogg. He's not whatever the fuck new name he's got going on. I'm not changing these names around for people. Fuck you. You came here, you got one goddamn name. You get one, and then that's it. If you fuck it up, then that's the whole point. That's the whole point in protecting your name is you get one of them. And if you fucking ruin it, you don't just get to all of a sudden change your stupid name and pretend you're not you and so people won't fucking hate you anymore. I hate that shit. It's fucking dumb. Like All of it's stupid. It's fucking stupid. Who was it? Which one of you fucking bastard memers asked me about fucking changing their name one time for a rebrand? And I was like, I'll fight you. I don't remember who it was, but it was the funniest shit ever. He's like, I think I need to rebrand with a new name. And I'm like, I think I'll kick your ass. Oh, it was so funny. You get fucking one name, okay? You get one. I don't care. You fucking pick a stupid name. That's your fault. One of them, I don't remember which one of you fuckers did it. It was years ago. It was so funny. You guys be nice to Trevor. He worked all weekend. And he wasn't feeling well. He was not feeling well either. Devil dog, was it you, you son of a bitch? <laughs> he just, he just told me. Maybe I, <laughs> he's like, maybe I should. He's like, <laughs> maybe I should be a, a new name. And I was like, what? Uh, let's blame Hogman. That sounds like, even though it was probably devil dog that did that. Let's blame Hogman because fuck him. <laughs> Am I right, everybody? Yeah, I'm totally right. Hey, um, 
Man, I got a lot of Dilly in the Wilds today. They're fun ones, too. You guys sent me a lot of good stuff. I told you I was feeling a little loopy today. I think my NyQuil, like, uh, it stayed in my system. I don't, I don't know how to explain it. I went to bed last night, and I used NyQuil. But I woke up, and I don't feel right. I'm probably having a stroke. Like, I don't have oxygen in my brain, and we're all laughing about it because I'm funny when I'm dying. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be funny. It'd be very tragic and sad, but it'd be kind of, But, like, before you realize I was dying, it'd be funny. Like, Brennan's hella funny when he doesn't get enough oxygen to his brain. You know what I mean? <laughs> I use all the things, Randy. I like when my wife yells at me for not using things that I should use, but then forgets it's her responsibility to make sure I use things. It's like, you just made fun of yourself. Dumb. You, you, oh, you should have done this. That'd be like, you should have added more salt to the casserole, Brendan. It's like... I don't, why would I do, add salt to the casserole? You do the cooking. What's next? You tell me how to fold clothes? Even though I'm really good at it? I don't think so. Anyway, what were we talking about? Anyway, all right. Well, no, I had no alcohol. I don't like, I'm not really a fan of alcohol. I don't know. Dude, my brain's like on overload. I think I'm just so sick of the fucking bullshit. Truthfully, I think I am. I'm having a hard time staying focused because I think everything is stupid. I thought I just let that one marinate. You know, like like Rush Limbaugh used to make really good points and he'd let it like marinate. I thought me telling you that everything's fucking stupid and just letting it sit would like have an effect where you'd like take it in. You're like, yeah, you know what? Things are dumb. Randy, what was in my tea? I bet she drugged me. Randy, did you give me the wrong tea? <laughs> My beard itches. It's kind of long. I haven't cut it recently. I'm going to let it grow. I want to look like Beard Vet now. Beardo inspired me. Him and Kenny. Because I learned something. If you're ugly and you let yourself grow a big beard, no one knows how ugly you are. That's why these guys do that. That's, that's smart. It's a military thing. You guys need to understand. <laughs> I think that's why they do it. <laughs> I'm going to do that. I'll just let it grow. I'll get it all thick and long. <coughs> It'll be hilarious. <laughs> that's what I... Women can't do that. Women use makeup, but that doesn't work sometimes. But dudes, you just grow a really big old beard. People are like, I think he's handsome, kind of. I don't know. I can't tell. No, I'm definitely... He says it hides his baby fat. Uh, no, I'm definitely not on anything weird. I took my normal stuff. Yeah, I just took my normal CBD. I just don't feel right. I feel like I didn't get enough oxygen in my brain. Makeup doesn't cover ugly. You need to use more foundation if that's if you're a woman and you don't can't cover your your ugly up. I have a Randy says she thinks I have a NyQuil hangover. You know what would be good for that? Hold on, let me demonstrate something. This is Beard Vet Energy. You know what? That's what you can always do. If you ever don't feel good, just drink enough caffeine until you feel better. I like three pumps in mine. 
you just drink all the shit until you're like high energy. Hold on. I don't like when I don't put it on. It's like my OCD won't let the lid go on the wrong way. Because then I can drink it. See, now you got the image on that side. Ah. Mmm. Mmm. Oh, fuck. You can feel it working almost immediately. Mmm. Ah. Oh, mmm. <laughs> it's good. Whenever you could drink it right to your mouth. Oh, don't do that. Don't ever do that. You can do that, but don't do that. Oh, fuck. Oh, oh. oh it's so concentrated. <laughs> that was awful. That was like the worst thing I've ever done. I've done stupid stuff on the show, but that was the worst thing I've ever done. Oh, God. Ugh. Fuck, dude. Oh. <laughs> wow, that was really that was really strong. Whoa, <laughs> it's it's concentrated. <laughs> Man, all right, we should do the show. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna be so energetic in about five minutes. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, it was a good one. All right, boobs is the theme of today's show because they're trying to get rid of one of our congresswomen for having boobs that somebody wanted to grab in a dark theater. And I'm talking about Lauren Boobert. And uh, let me see if I have a picture of her. Hold on. I think I had a picture of her. Where's my picture of Lauren Boobert? Um, well, this is kind of it. I didn't grab the video because I'm not a pervert. But basically... She's in hot water because she decided to stroke some dude off a little bit in the theater while he was grabbing her, her fucking boobers. It's stupid. It's just so dumb. Lauren Boebert's bow got flooded with bad reviews following Beetlejuice date. Dude, she went to the theater. He was feeling her boobs. She was grabbing his junk. It was a fucking normal date. This is what you do when you're a heterosexual. I'm sure all the freakazoids on the left didn't understand it. And all the fucking pillow-biting weirdos on the right. But normal people understand. Oh, we're in the beginning dating phase of a thing. And we've got whatever. We're all excited to touch each other's fucking naughty bits. I don't know. This stupid, this stupid story needs to go away. Thank God we lost an $80 million F-35 to cover up Lauren Boebert's boobs. What, Randy? What's wrong with the water I'm drinking? I just thought you might want some plain water because caffeine is dehydrating. You know? Oh, what'd you put in the tea? It's just tea. This, whatever's going on with you is probably leftover from the NyQuil. Randy drugged me. <laughs> I love you. Why do you leave everything on me? Because, where's my shirt? You lost your shirt. You left it at Mar-a-Lago. I didn't lose it at Mar-a-Lago. I don't even, didn't even you take that shirt. Somewhere. Randy stole my shirt. Two of them. I had two of them. I have my own shirt. I have to steal yours. Because I didn't lose mine. That's a lie. Bummer. Bye, babe. Love you. Thank you. She's worried about me. I can tell. It was in the way she, like, flippantly handed me water. Really? <laughs> She's looking at me through the window. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh god. Uh, anyway, Lauren Boobert. <coughs> okay. Listen. Listen to me very carefully, all right? This is a non-story. All right, it's not a story. You should be able to go to a theater with a date and grab tits, okay? And it's dark in there and it's not right. It's not right. We got too many fucking cameras in this country. This is absolutely ridiculous. You can't do anything now. You got cameras everywhere, like we're fucking China. You can't even get your fucking jerked off in a theater anymore. I mean, what kind of nation is this? Hmm. Can't get jerked off in a theater? What? The, I don't want to live in a country like that. That's not the... Our forefathers did not fucking bleed and die in the mud so that we can't go into a fucking pitch black dark theater during a shitty play and get a hand job from a congresswoman. I, my father-in-law fought in Vietnam to make sure that I can get a hand job from a congresswoman in the theater. <laughs> it's so true though. Fuck dude. That's like the OG like you're like on a date. Is you're like maybe he was getting a second and third base for the first time with this chick. You can't even get a handy in a fucking theater. <laughs> this is absurd. Honestly. What just an absurd premise. The whole thing is ridiculous. <coughs> yes, it is, Randy. That's exactly why your father has two purple hearts from going to Vietnam. He knew what he was signing up for. He understood. In the future, if this nation wants to make sure you can still get a hand job from a congresswoman in a dark fucking theater, I'm going to be the one to defend it. All my vets in here know that. I was told that. A lot of guys put that, there's a little box when you sign up to go to the military, you could say why you're doing it. I know at least, I know Devil Dog told me that's exactly what he had written down. Just right on there. Anyway, the cameras are creepy as fuck, seriously. Uh, we shouldn't even have these cameras in in these theaters. Or anywhere else. Uh, I don't understand it. You can't even fuck up anymore in America. You're not allowed to make minor transgressions. You can't be slightly inappropriate or immature. She's like 50 years old. Who gives a fuck? Good for her. At least she's still, someone still wanted to grab her titty. I watched a bunch of fucking old dog-ass bitches complain over the weekend. People that nobody's wanted to touch since Nixon was in office fucking complaining that they thought she was out of line fuck you okay seriously fuck you if you fucking haven't been you know you haven't had an orgasm uh since fucking the 80s i don't want to hear what you think is is or isn't appropriate it's just horrible like you have this world now where everybody's hyper vigilant about every stupid inane normal thing you do so if you do anything even remotely normal and human they're like, oh, you fucking piece of shit. You shouldn't be a congresswoman. It's like, like, I get it. Is is it the best thing for her to be doing in there? Probably not. No, I agree. Okay, maybe, yes. She, uh, she could have had better. Give me a fucking break. I just don't even care. I don't care if this was a Democrat. I don't care if it was a Republican. I don't care who the fuck it is, okay? That's not even the point. The point is that this country is so goddamn stupid that there's this false equivalency. And it's like, no one has an in-between anymore. Like, no one has an in-between. 
Like nothing is a two on the, the fucking hyper reactive scale anymore where you go, oh shit, she's crazy. That's funny. No one does that. They will treat this with the same fucking outrage. They'll treat the border invasion, but they'll talk more about this because they can relate to it or not relate to it. I just, I don't know. I just think it's weird. It's like weird because one of the things that's definitely happened now, we replaced movie celebrities with our politicians. And I don't, I mean, I kind of get it, but not because they're all terrible human beings. Like all of them, like the politicians all the way to the movie fucking celebrities. I don't know. It's just, it's cheesy. It's just cheesy and stupid. But anyway, Lauren Boebert got her titties grabbed and I don't care. I mean, I just think it's, it's ridiculous. Hold on. I think, oh, you know what? As if that were the biggest scandal of the weekend. It's not even the biggest scandal of the weekend. Steve Deese of the Steve Deese show had a rough weekend also. So Lauren Boebert, everybody can virtue signal about Boebert, but no one said anything about Steve Deese this weekend. I didn't realize he even had a doctorate, but New York City oral surgeon sexually harassed chauffeur obsessively talked about his own small penis. I mean, seriously, no one's even talking about this day. I was the first person to say, hey, like, are we going to talk about this? Huh? DeSantards? Oh, you fucking DeSantards. You want to come after Trump? You want to go after Lauren Boebert? But nobody wants to deal with this dude and his fucking obsessive discussion about his small dick. Huh? <coughs> What's up with that? I didn't even know Steve Deese had a chauffeur. I wasn't even aware. I'm surprised the New York Post ran this story given, given that Deese is supporting their candidate, but still. Yeah. So there you go. No one even said shit about this. Probably because he's a nobody and nobody cares. All right. I understand you guys are probably getting a little frustrated with me. How are you guys doing? Are you getting frustrated with me? I can usually tell. Yeah, I can tell. Is Rumble still having issues? It feels like it's still not quite the way it should be. Neither is Twitter, though, so go figure. Anyway. I'm waiting to see if the chat is like, is Rumble working? Okay, someone says Rumble's fine on the TV today. Okay, that's cool. So I just, sometimes I pop in and it's like, it doesn't seem like it's quite in its, where it should be. Is it working good? Everybody there? Okay, you guys are saying it's working pretty good. And I am not tweaking, thank you very much. I don't feel like myself. I don't feel good. I think the NyQuil definitely had to, like, it messed me up. I haven't taken NyQuil in a really long time. And I don't, it, it doesn't feel good. I don't, whatever. Is that what would make me feel all weird and loopy? Would that, 
is that what would do that to me? Because I took it at 11, like 11 o'clock last night. Would NyQuil still have me make me feel all weird? Because I woke up like this. Alcohol. I don't really drink. I'm not a big fan. High blood pressure. I don't have high or low blood pressure. I just took the normal amount. I took the full lid. The, the little sippy cup fucker thing. Yeah. Yeah, I just took the little... But... Mm. Woke up and I didn't feel quite, I was like, I don't feel real great. Hmm. Yeah, I don't do a lot. I don't really take a lot of, I don't really, I'm not a big medicine person and I don't, I don't like alcohol. I've been wanting a cigar for four days, but I can't have one. I am slightly feeling better, though. My internet just, my internet just glitched. Are we good? Am I down? Is the show down? I just saw my internet glitch. Huh. Weird. Yeah, I haven't had a cigar in like five or six days. And I don't think I, I don't think I smoke enough cigars to have a crash. <clears throat> hmm it did it glitched for a second it was weird anyways all right let's keep going sorry i know i'm a little i'm a little space cadet today i'm like aware of it all right i'm aware of it i need to delete this picture i'm gonna keep showing it sorry nurse patriot everyone is a it's a it's calming <laughs> the baby's face makes the picture though seriously he's like fucking yeah Good job, baby. I'm deleting it. Boobs gone forever. All right. So there's rumors and they're digging up all kinds of stories, but I feel like it's an important thing to discuss. True or not, this is an important thing we need to talk about. And if I haven't upset you in this show yet, I will upset you now. Reporter says Trump once bragged there's nothing in the world like first-rate pussy. He once bragged? He once bragged. Really? Really? One time. One time he may have said this? Really? Uh-huh. I just can't see Donald Trump saying such a thing. I just really... I just can't imagine. First of all, he's correct. First of all, he's absolutely, he is absolutely fucking absolutely correct. 1,000 million points correct. Just so we are all on the fucking up and up and understand what's happening here, okay? Men will fucking tunnel 
to the center of the earth, risking life and fucking limb just to make sure they've got a little extra coin for the weekend in the hopes of getting some first first rate pussy. Dudes will launch themselves into fucking space to explore shit just so they can come home and say, I'm an astronaut and hopefully land some first rate pussy. Men will go to lands far, far away and shoot at people they don't even fucking know in the hopes of returning to first rate pussy. Okay? There isn't a whole lot any of us will do if you remove first rate pussy. It is, and the thing is, and, and listen to me. Boy, I don't know how far we want to have this conversation. Let me just tell you. There's a difference. Okay? There's a fucking difference. And and I'm telling you right now. All my dudes in here. It don't matter who it is. It's not all equal. Pussy is not socialist at all, all right? The shit is not fucking equal. And I'm just saying, first rate is like finding gold in the ground. You're just like, oh, 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 oh shit. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Don't tell anybody. I'm going to keep this to myself. Um, yes. So he's correct. Uh. He's absolutely correct. Correct statement from Mr. Trump. But they tried to make it a fucking scandal. It's not a scandal. The only thing that was scandalous is that whore they let interview him who didn't even deserve to be in his presence. I heard it was, is it true this ugly bitch is Valerie Jarrett's fucking kid? They, they really trotted out Valerie Jarrett's piece of shit kid. Is that, is that true? Or is it, is it the lady that was fact checking is her kid? I don't want to. I don't want to get this wrong. Is the lady interviewing? Is that the one that's Trump's? That is Valerie Jarrett's kid, or is it the person that was fact checking the interview? Is it the person that was fact checking the interview? That's Valerie Jarrett's kid. Could someone? So it's the fact checker. Okay. So they they actually had the audacity of putting Valerie Jarrett's fucking piece of shit daughter. As the fact checker for the interview, Valerie Jarrett is an Iranian owned whore. Like total jihadi. And they're like, hey, let's let this fucking radicalized bitch and her kid be the one that fact checks Trump. Are you shitting me? What a world we live in right now. You know what? I'm not even going to that interview yet. It's just going to make me mad. What can, do I have anything that won't make me mad? Hold on. No, Matt. These are all angry memes. Where's a funny one? Is this funny? That's not funny. This one's pretty funny. Well, I don't want to play that one, though, already. Okay. Here's what we're going to do. Here, this one does. This one's funny. This one won't make you angry. And go. 
<laughs> I like that one. Good job, Mags. Good job. I'm professional. <laughs> I'm professional. <laughs> I'm professional. I'm super, <coughs> super professional. Okay. Dude, I, this is risky. I already knew I was going to have a risky kind of day. Um, but now I feel extra risky because I have to comment on the mean things this dumb lady's going to say about President Trump. And nothing really is triggers me the quite the way that, like, when people are mean to the president, it makes me super pissed. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to show this. I'm going to show these clips because I owe it to you as a fucking incredible newsman. <laughs> so stupid. But uh, I, I owe you your... Because, look, the first hour of the show, I get it. I'm sorry, okay? The fuck do you want me to say? The, the NyQuil hadn't worn off. I felt weird. I'm feeling a little better. I drank that entire thing full of God knows, I don't know how much beard vet fucking energy drink shit I just drank. But I am feeling a little bit more normal right now. And I realize I've just wasted an hour of your life. And I'm fucking sorry for that, all right? So I'm going to try to turn it around. But I'm also slightly loopy still. And I already know I'm going to say some shit that could probably get me into trouble during these interviews with President Trump. Because they're going to say mean shit to him. And, and I'm going to rage and act like an asshole cut a deal between President Putin and President Zelensky, do you run the risk of emboldening China to invade Taiwan? No, not at all. Because China, he's another one I got along to. Got to love the way he says that. We had the China virus come in. Once COVID came in, okay, once it was like, you know, I made a great trade deal with China, one of the greatest deals ever made for the farmers and for the manufacturers. $50 billion a year is a great deal. I don't even talk about it because once COVID came in, it was like, I don't want to talk about anything. I was a much different person. What happened to this world, not our country, the whole world, what happened with COVID. And it just shouldn't have happened. It shouldn't have happened. What happened, what China did to the world was so bad. But I had a great relationship Would with- Would you send I had a great relationship with President Xi. Really great relationship. And he was going to stop fentanyl from coming in. He was going to do a lot of, he was going to criminalize it if you made it. You know, in China, they have a death penalty for drug deals. He was going to make that with fentanyl dealers too. But then the election uh, didn't work out and he never had to do that. I know you've been asked this, but very quickly, if China were to invade Taiwan, have you made a determination? Again, since voters are about to go to the polls, would you send the U.S. military into Taiwan if President Xi were to invade? President Biden I, says I he would. I won't say, I won't say. Uh, because if I said I'm giving away, you know, only stupid people are going to give that. I heard the other day the sanctimonious said something about he was going to do this or he was going to do that. I say, well, why is he saying the strategy? You can't say that. So when you ask me that question, I would never say that because you give away all your options. But you don't take it off the table. I don't take anything off okay. the table, no. He's right. People back themselves into a corner with stupid answers because they're trying to please whoever's sitting in front of them. And President Donald Trump has never been somebody that does that. And uh, I appreciate that about him. Good answer, sir. Great answer, actually. Of a point. You one need one of a point. I needed a very small win? I think somebody said 22,000 votes. To win? Yeah. If you divide it among the states, it was 22,000 votes. Something to, to that effect. Yeah. To win the election? Yeah, if I would have had another 22,000 votes over the whole... But look, they rigged is, the election. If you look at Pennsylvania, but Mr. President, if you you're look saying at all you needed stuff, more votes to win the election. Are you acknowledging me. you if didn't you win? Look at, if you look at all of the statistics, all of the votes, they say 
22,000 votes, over millions and millions of votes, 22,000 votes. So when they do Twitter files, or when they have 51 intelligence agents come out and lie that the laptop from hell was Russia disinformation, and now they find out it's not. But they knew that at the time. Uh, they cheated on the election I, in that way, too. I just want to be clear, though. Are you saying you needed those votes in order to win? Are you acknowledging you didn't win? I'm not, not acknowledging. No, I say I won the election. She's being deliberately obtuse. Here, let me make it simple for you, you dumb bitch. God damn it. Fuck. Get back in the kitchen. He's saying, even with them rigging the election, he, he quote-unquote lost by 22,000 votes, even with millions of fraudulent votes. You simple fucking bitch. Jesus Christ. This isn't even complicated. What a fucking idiot. Like, I'm all hopped up on fucking NyQuil and I figured this out faster than this simple bitch did. Why do they get, let them fucking go to work? They, you, you, this is what happens. You fucking, you put them in a goddamn suit, a fucking blazer, and they go to work. And they fucking embarrass the shit out of the whole country by asking stupid fucking questions of great fucking men. We have to listen to some dumb bitch from some shitty network fucking play dress up because someone told her she could be fucking anything she wanted to be when she grew up. So she grew up to be a cunt and just decided to go and fucking sit down and harass a fucking really smart, good human being who's accomplished a ton of shit and she's wearing her stupid fucking shoulder pads and her stupid fucking suit and we all have to sit through this and we all call this news or journalism and it's not. It's just some fucking cunt who isn't qualified to talk to any fucking man of, of stature berating and harassing a fucking man who has done more in the first fucking half of his life than she'll ever do in 10 lifetimes and they give him these fucking suits, these goddamn fucking suits and she gets a fucking blowout in her hair, and she comes and sits down, she got her fucking makeup done, and she sit, plays dress up. Oh, I'm a professional. No, you're not, you're a dumb bitch. You're a fucking dumb bitch that doesn't even have enough fucking intellectual capacity to recognize you're sitting across from somebody that is way fucking beyond who you are. And we all have to sit there, the whole country has to play this fucking game of political correctness where we pretend whores like this belong in the same fucking room as Donald Trump. We all have to play the game, right? Oh, it's all fucking great. Oh, look at those strides that we've made with women in the fucking workplace. Oh, it's going so fucking well. Yeah, this is going super well. This is so good. God damn it. Yes, this is such a great thing. I fucking hope, when are we going to have more interviews with these fucking ladies who don't know shit about anything where they fucking berate actual accomplished human beings with stupid fucking questions? And we all sit there and look at them in their goddamn shoulder padded suits and their stupid fucking makeup. And we, oh, this is so good. America's better now. It's so, we're so fucking first world. Give me a, oh, fuck, man. Are you shitting me? Fuck. Oh. Oh, I, I knew this was going to be a problem. And I'm not ready for my next clip because I got too angry at that one. Hold on. Night. Uh... Do you worry about going to jail? No, I don't really. I don't even think about it. I'm built a little differently, I guess, because I have had people come up to me and say, how do you do it, sir? How do you do it? Uh, I don't even think about it. 
These are corrupt people that I'm dealing with. They're destroying our country. I don't even think about it. All I think about is making the country great, making America great. Look, these are political, these are banana republic indictments. These are third world indictments. The president of the United States sees how we're doing. We have a movement, the likes of which has never happened in this country before. And you see it with the polls. I mean, I'm up on these people by 60 points and 59 points. I don't mean at, I'm at 59. I'm leading them by 59. You almost say, like, why are they campaigning? Asa Hutchinson, he's at zero. Christie's at two. Other ones are at one. Uh, DeSanctimonious is at nine. I just see a poll coming. I mean, I'm leading him by 60 points. Mr. President. And you say, why are they doing it? But here's what they did. They saw this happening. And he went to the Attorney General of the United States, and he told him, indict Trump. There's just no evidence of that, oh, Mr. Why? President. Because you mean he's but let's, let's stay Look on at track. all the lies I want, he's Mr. told. Mr. President, I want to talk Kristen, about wait you. a minute. Wait, wait. Could I say one thing? Look at all the lies he's told over the last couple of weeks. He said he was at the World Trade Center, and he wasn't. He said he flew airplanes, right? He didn't. He said he drove trucks. And he didn't. Everything he says is like a lie. It's terrible. Mr. President, I'm even his handicap in golf, he said he's a six. He's not. All right. <clears throat> Okay. Um. <laughs> I can't tell you how I came across some information from this weekend. Maybe you saw my tweet. Maybe you saw my tweet, but it wasn't tongue in cheek. And I can't tell you how I came across the information. It doesn't matter. And you can dismiss me and I, and I would not blame you. I got like a fuzzy on my face. It's that time of year my dog is shedding and his bob hair gets in my face. So, so over the weekend, it was in fact shared with me from somebody that shall remain anonymous and for very, very good reason. Some things about Joe Biden you might not know. Number one, People who have known Joe Biden for 40 years, Joe no longer recognizes. He doesn't recognize most of his family. He doesn't recognize most of the staff in the White House. He has to wear a diaper, an adult diaper, 24 hours a day. Now, I know you're, you're, you're thinking, oh, yeah, we all know this. No, no, no. This is, I can't say how you, I know this. I'm just telling you, he doesn't recognize most of the people he has to deal with. People who have worked with him and for him for 40 years, Joe doesn't recognize them. You, why are you in my house? That's number one. Number two, the Delaware fucking mansion you guys always see with the Corvette and the like, he didn't live there no more. The place with the gate in the fucking rolling, like, nice driveway. And the, the big old school estate. He doesn't live there. Hasn't lived there for a while. Owns it. Doesn't live there. 
He lives in a much smaller house when he leaves the White House, tiny house. He gets fucking lost. He would go into a room and get lost. He goes into random rooms, lost, fucking lost. He lives in a small house now because Joe kept getting lost in fucking rooms. He'd go in, who you, where am I at? Oh, where am I at? Fucking full-blown panic. He don't live there no more. He moved. They didn't tell anybody, but he lives in a small-ass house so you don't get fucking lost in the bedrooms anymore. Next up. He didn't run the country. And the two people running it is, if you want to know why this country's fucked, if you want to know why the country's actually fucked, there are two people who are actually worse than Joe Biden running this country. Worse. There are two people fully 100% pulling the fucking strings. One of them is named Barack Hussein Obama. That's one of them. The second one, it should scare the shit out of you because the second one has equal, if not more, pull with the Biden family and the fucking staff at the White House than the first one. The first one is Obama. The second one is Hillary fucking Clinton. That's who's actually running shit down at the White House right now. So if you're wondering what it would look like if Hillary Clinton and Obama were in the same ticket, Joe Biden is what it would look like because that's who's actually making the decisions. It's 100% Obama and fucking Hillary. That's who's pulling the strings. It, that's why nothing makes sense. That's why there's contradictory decision-making because that's who has the most influence inside of the White House. Joe has zero. Jill Biden is along for the fucking ride. But that's why everything is disjointed and weird because there are two people running the country, Obama and fucking Hillary. And I can't tell you how I know this, but they do. That's who's running it. That is who's fucking running it. And that's why it looks the way it does. If you were wondering where the fucking hatred of our military comes from, it's from both of those fuckers. Valerie Jarrett works for Obama. You, she doesn't get her own name, okay? Valerie Jarrett's a dumb bitch that works underneath Obama. So yes, she's involved, but it's Obama and it's fucking Hillary Clinton. By the way, which one do you think is the one pushing the DOJ for indicting Trump? I'll give you one fucking guess. Do you think that was Obama or do you think that one was probably someone else? Both of them are running the entire government right now. They are pulling all the strings. Nobody had a bigger axe to grind on Trump than fucking Hillary. Hillary motherfucking fucking Clinton is why Trump's been indicted four times. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Why do you think she thought that shit was so funny when she was asked about it? She's doing all the media circuit right now because she loves getting asked about it because she knows she's the one who pulled that shit off. <coughs> Telling you. Your country's being run by two fucking people. Biden's on his fucking way out. He is gone, cooked, gone, 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 fucking gone, gone, gone. Not like, oh, he might be gone soon. We're talking 
fucking, I don't remember who the fuck that is. Oh, it's my kid? Oh, okay. Gone. Cooked. Cooked. Valerie Jarrett works for Obama. I'm not going to delineate for you guys anymore. Valerie doesn't do shit without Barack Hussein Obama's approval. So she don't count. Okay? Gone. Gone. More Trump. Let's see what this one. Actually, you know what? This would be a good time to play a spooky meme. Hmm. Which one should I play that's spooky? This is a spooky meme. This is a MAGA Devil Dog spooky meme. Hold on. He, I promise he's going to make something that makes us feel good soon. Because this one doesn't make me feel good. It's scary. It's spooky. Our country is going to hell. The American people are looking for hope. Not good. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Well done. Well done. Spooky. Told you it was a spooky one. All right, President Trump. We're almost through this interview. I've got a couple more clips, and we're done with it, and we'll stop raging. Lawyers in your own administration and on your campaign told you that after you'd lost more than sixty legal challenges, that it was over. Why did you ignore them and decide to listen to a new outside group? Because I didn't respect them. Uh, You'd hire lawyers, them. sure, but that doesn't mean you know you hire them. You never met these people. You get a recommendation; they turn out to be rhinos or they turn out to be not so good. In many cases, I didn't respect them, but I did respect others. I respected many others I, that that said the election was rigged. You called some of your outside lawyers 
you said they had crazy theories. Why were you listening to them? Were you listening to them because they were telling you what you wanted to hear? You know who I listened to myself? I saw what happened. I watched that election and I thought the election was over at 10 o'clock in the evening. You were listening to your instincts. Uh, my instincts are a big part of it. That's been the thing that's gotten me to where I am, my instincts. But I also listen to people. There are many lawyers. I could give you many books. Uh, I, there are books that are written on how the election was rigged. There are numerous books that were written on how the election was Just rigged. to be clear, were you listening to your lawyer's advice or were you listening to your own instincts? I was listening to different people. And when I added it all up, the election was rigged. There are books were you calling that are written. shots, though? In fact, Molly Hemingway wrote a great book. Oh, were you called calling the shots, ultimately? Excuse me. Molly Hemingway, mm -hmm. who's highly respected and great, she wrote a, a book, a, a best-selling book called Rigged. Were you calling the shots, though, Mr. President, ultimately? Uh, as to whether or not I believed it was rigged? Oh, sure. I, okay. I, it was my decision. But I listened to some people. Some people said that. Um, like guys like Bill Barr, he was a stiff, but he wasn't there at the time. But he, he didn't do his job because he was afraid. You know what he was afraid of? He was afraid of being impeached. He was petrified to be impeached. And he's, how do you not get impeached? Don't do anything. So. They're getting him on the record saying certain things and answering certain ways to use in a court of law later. I, I hope his campaign's aware of that. That wasn't an honest interview. Not that I expected it, but the way she's pressing and what she's pressing for is for him taking personal and total responsibility. That is 100% an attempt at getting him to state unequivocally that it was all him so that they can use it in court. I don't know how the fuck anybody can't see that. I'm not going to make judgment on whether he should or shouldn't have done this interview, but you better understand what they're fucking doing. That is someone trying to get you to take all of the responsibility so that when they play this in a court of law, they can hammer you to the fucking cross. And it's not about catching him and embarrassing him anymore. It's about using it and using his answers as a means of incriminating himself. I, I hope to God they're paying attention. Why? I understand why you would let him speak to these people. But if you're letting him speak to these people without understanding what those people are doing, you're putting him in danger. Were you calling the shots? They're trying to get him to admit that the election was rigged hoax, which they're saying was uh, just saying those words they're trying to say is the same as sedition. They're trying to tell, <coughs> trying to get him to take ownership of that and say that it was his idea.
Next one, last one. If you take a look at the evidence, we have so much evidence. If you take a look at the evidence, even you I could convince. You were going to hold that press conference, but you never did with the evidence. No, because I'm using it in my court case. Uh-oh. Whoopee! Whoopsie! Whoopsie! There's the counterpunch. There's the counterpunch. That was the counterpunch. See, she got him to, to sort of admit to what she was trying to get him to admit to, which he's hoping he left enough rope there so that when they go to court, they're going to do the same thing and they're going to play that and then he's going to go, flamp. Listen again. If you take a look at the evidence, we have so much evidence. If you take a look at the evidence, even you I could convince. You were going to hold that press conference, but you never did with the evidence. No, because I'm using it in my court case. Oops. Oops. I'm using it in my court case. Oops. They fucked with the wrong one, man. They fucked with the wrong one. Team Trump put out a new ad this morning. Really turned out good, by the way. I like it. Let me grab this for you guys. I believe this is a new Trump ad. It could, if I'm mistaken, correct me. I'm feeling better, by the way. I'm feeling more my, like myself. The caffeine kicked in and offset the, uh, the effects of my NyQuil hangover. Here we go. Because the country should know the facts. They should know the choice between Bidenomics and Maganomics. Fantastic ad. Fantastic ad. Just simple. Simple. Clean. Simple. I like it. Solid. Solid. Which brings us to this story right now. Because we're not done dealing with... Uh, where is this fucking story at? Do I not have a picture? I was hoping I had a picture. Oh, I got it. What's this? Oh, no, I don't know what that is. Here we go. This happened. This is happening right now. I cannot believe this is a country we live in right now. US MC F-35B may have traveled in a zombie state after the pilot ejected, leaving the whereabouts of the $80 million warplane Unknown. The U.S. can't find the F-35 warplane after pilot ejected. Now, let me just be very clear about something. My very first question is, if the plane was still operable and flying, why would he eject? Why, why do we have a story of a pilot ejecting a functioning flying jet? 
just right out the gate. Why, why? That's number one. Number two, there were two jets. Why didn't the second one, you know, stay with the first one? What, where did the second jet go that it was landing with it or flying with it? Okay. Just horse shit stories. We just horse shit stories. Let's go into this Colin Rugg reporting uh, here on uh, social media here. One of the most sophisticated jets in the world is still missing as officials believe the F-35 was left in a zombie state after the pilot was forced to eject. Here's what we know. Two fighter jets were flying side by side when the incident took place. For unknown reasons, though, jets transponder isn't working. The incident, we don't know what the incident is, took place over North Charleston. The jet's range is 1,200 miles. However, it's not known how much fuel was in the jet at the time of ejection. The search for the jet is now focused on the Lake Moultrie, which is about 50 miles from North Charleston. Was it hacked? Was it hacked? Is that why he, did he jump? Did he eject because he lost control? Someone took control of this super sophisticated jet? On a scale of one to fucked, how fucked are we if we have an, <coughs> an advanced fighter system that can be hacked and, and taken over? Is that what happened? Do we, do we have an advanced fighting system that was hacked? Did they eject him? Was he preemptively ejected? Was this a warning shot from China regarding Taiwan this week? Would this be a really effective way to get the U.S. military to stand down is to take over a single fighter jet the week you're about to invade Taiwan and say, here's the deal. We're taking back Taiwan, and if you fuck with us, we're going to do this to everything in your entire fucking fleet. Is that how you do that? Is that how you would let them know not to even try it? You go, we're taking back Taiwan, and uh, if you got shit to say about it, here's what we're going to do to you. Maybe. Seems like a pretty good leverage system. Seems like a pretty good uh, argument. Scare the shit out of the rest of the U.S. military. You go, oh, what happened? Who ejected your pilot? That's weird. And now, all of us are left standing here going, where the fuck's this jet? And the most embarrassing one of them all is they, first they put it out on Twitter, like, literally, have you seen our plane? Which is super embarrassing. And when that didn't work, they sent Joe Biden onto the street looking for the missing jet. Have, uh, have you seen my F-35? Horrible. Have, uh, have you seen my F-35? Horrible. This is absolutely horrendous. Now, I appreciate the hands-on approach, but this is not how you... This is not how we should be trying to find the F-35, okay? Thank you, Ramble Rants. This, but this is really not how we should be... This is... There's better ways. Did you guys tweet that out yet? I gotta fucking retweet that right now. Hold on. 
That is absolutely hilarious. If you if you see my F forty five, you see my F forty five. Holy shit! Let me see if I where. Which one of you fuckers made that and put that out? Was that a ramble, or was that a phantom? Who did that? Ramble did it. Good job, Ramble. That's funny as shit, bro. Oh, it's doing well, I see. <laughs> Whose idea was that, Ramble? I never get credited. You give these fuckers ideas. They, they put their watermarks and they tweet them out, tag each other. <laughs> Nobody goes, hey, uh, Dilly totally gave us that joke. Thank you. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine, Carlos Mencia Ramble Rants. It's totally fine. It's absolutely fine, Carlos Mencia Ramble Rants. You're not the only one. You guys all do it to me. I'm like, oh, you know what would be really funny? Like, that is funny. I'm going to go do it. And I'm like, going to tag me? I said a funny thing. Nah. Nah. Well, I know it says Dilly Meme Team. That's, I just wanted it to be known that I made a funny joke. You guys are dicks. <laughs> Plus, I just like teasing Ramble. I, it should say Dilly Meme Team. And then in the in the caption, it says, Brendan, Brendan specifically asked for this joke. That it's it's fluid that way. It goes smooth. It's like this is made by the Dilly Meme Team because Brendan thought this was funny. And he actually said this joke. And then we we made sure that we made a funny meme. See, that's a good caption. People will still share that. <laughs> this joke brought to you by Brendan, who made this joke, but his wasn't as funny, so we made it a little bit better. Yeah, his turns out better than what I would have done. I would have made stick figures. I'm obviously joking. <laughs> Thank you, Ramble. It turned out really good, dude. That's funny as hell. <laughs> I do this in person too, by the way. <clears throat> I think it's funny. So if I catch you telling a joke that I've said before, I, I will literally in the middle of your, like, I'll correct you. I do it to my wife and she wants to kill me. Well, that was my joke. That was, that was my joke. That was what you're saying. That was my joke. She's like, no, it wasn't. And I'm like, that was my joke. And I do it. I make sure we do it in like mixed company. Cause it's not funny if it's people who are like, know you already. You have to do it around strangers that think this is how you actually are. It's way fucking funnier. Like, if you ever want to troll your husband or wife, just be like, just write mid-joke. That was, this is my joke. This is my, that was my joke. She's, that's, she's stolen. Randy's now denying that that's happened. I literally do this joke to you all the time. Fine. Now it's going to happen this weekend. When you're doing something. That was my joke. That was like, what you're saying right now was something I said that was funny. <laughs> you know what's great? Is I actually, that troll that I'm telling you about right now. Swear to God, you guys, that actually was something we used to do when I was like 16. That, that's a high school joke. That's how old school my jokes are. 100%. That was high school. We used to do that to each other just to fucking bust each other's balls. Me and my buddies, that was like how it would be like, that was my joke. Like, we'd wait till you were telling the joke in front of some chicks. That was my joke. Hey, 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 tell her who made that joke. It's fucking funny. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Anyway. I'm just busting balls. Thank you, Ramble. You're the man. Oh, it's so funny. And yes, Randy does do that back to me all the time. All right. Um, he lost the fucking jet. Like, America lost a jet. 
I feel like this is gonna, we, can we, I don't, I felt like I needed to go into this more, but I honestly don't think I wanna scream more. Like it's so upsetting. Like I'm, I'm using humor to cope with something that's really upsetting. Like, all right. Think about what happens to you if you're in the military and you lose anything. I'm, first of all, I got a bunch of vets in here. Vets, vets, if you lost, if you lost your, your uh, military issued sidearm, is there repercussions? I don't know how to, I don't know the terminology, so forgive my ignorance. If you lost your rifle, is there, is there a consequence? If you lose the U.S. military's property, which is a rifle, what do you guys, does that, do they dock your pay? Do you get suspended? Do you have to like go, do you, what is that? What do they do if you lose a gun? Okay, somebody just said that they've seen their uh, somebody lose night vision goggles and get court-martialed. So if you if you get kicked out of the military for losing a rifle, you can lose your livelihood in the U.S. military for missing a rifle or a gun or a fucking. Night vision goggles. That's what you're telling me? So what, what happens and who is responsible when you lose an $80 million advanced fighter jet? What's the consequence for that? Like this is why we're we're not really in a serious country anymore. You know, it shouldn't make you nervous because the power vacuum is so dramatic right now. It's literally whoever grabs the fucking, whoever wants the throne. This is, this is almost a modern version of Game of Thrones. And I wish I was joking, but I'm not. It's whoever wants to grab a hold of the controls or is who's going to end up controlling America right now. Justice is a fucking figment of your imagination. Imagine still being somebody that thought that the U.S. military was controlling our country during this entire time. I have seen more shame brought by the U.S. military and their leadership in the last three years than in any period of time I could ever remember. Just in absolutely embarrassing circumstances. 
tranny fucking tranny pilots, chicks with dick recruiters doing TikTok videos. Fucking, we got a guy in the U.S. military that's like decorated and, and dresses up like a dog. And they let him. He goes to work that way. Wearing a fucking dog mask. And now they've lost this ultra advanced piece of hardware that you and I paid for. Our tax dollars. And I don't know about you, but I'm getting kicked in the fucking dick this year. Joe Biden's inflation is absolutely been brutal. It's eating away at all my, any extracurricular things, any fun money for myself, that's gone. It's gone. All I'm doing is just trying to stay focused to win and just go, okay, no worries. We'll just fucking, we're gonna keep powering ahead and we'll be okay. Just keep grinding, Brendan. Yeah, you spend 500 a week in fucking groceries now. Keep going, it's gonna be okay. And they're losing $80 million fucking planes. Which brings me to this motherfucker. This motherfucker right Hold on, I want to play it correctly. This motherfucker right here. That's right, Dre Fanzer. Chuck Schumer and the Democrats changed Senate dress code for the first time in history so John Fetterman can dress like a slob. <coughs> Zero pride in country. Zero pride in representation. Just this absolute bullshit. Well, maybe we should tell that to Rain Man because he practically bankrupt a casino and he was a retard. What? He was a retard. La, retard. La, 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 wait till I get my money right. I had a dream I could buy my way to heaven. Oh my God, we got a Machiavelli meme. Fuck, dude. Wow. Oh my. Where has he been? Holy shit. He makes a lot of still memes, but he actually made a moving one. I like it. It didn't even have Hunter Biden's dick in it. That's pretty cool. Thanks, Mac. Appreciate you. Uh, yeah, it's pretty nice. I know. I didn't even know. I was like, I was expecting a still. I thought it was a still. And then fuck, it started moving and talking and shit. And I was like, oh, my God. This motherfucker still makes memes. I didn't even know. And I thought I was waiting. I thought it was going to panda 
Hunter's penis, but then no penis. It was just, it was just fucking fettertard. <laughs> yeah, he made another one that got people really upset. So we, and then he was like, you know, he thought better about it. He was like, you know, this is probably not my best work. And he got rid of it. I made that up. Dude, I, you know what's creepy about these fucking DeSantis people? I wasn't really going to get into the DeSantis thing today. But bro, they'll do anything to keep themselves in the news. First, I have to deal with Steve Deese talking about his tiny dick to his show for nonstop. And now we got to deal with Jebba Ellis. What? We have 13 fake babies? Jebba Ellis, apparently, in the hopes of one day having a family... Uh, decided to get and adopt 13 fake babies. Uh, you can see her in this picture right here, but yeah, I'm a mother to 13 doll babies. It's preparing me for parenthood. I, I don't even know what to say to this, dude. Like, I don't, she pushes them around in a cart and shit. Jebba Ellis has lost her fucking mind, you guys. She's lost her mind. She's not even married anymore. I don't even know who that simp is that's standing next to her. And then, and then the New York Post is in so... They're so deep for DeSantis that they literally allowed this shit to be run on their paper. Yeah, make sure you guys spread this around. That's Jebba Ellis of the DeSantis campaign. And uh, her that's not her husband. I don't know who the fuck that guy is. I think they just got a stand-in simp. But that's her with her 13 baby dolls that she's adopted because she's trying to get ready for motherhood, which I don't think is likely at this point because she's 47 years old. She's been divorced three times, and I think, honestly, I don't think, I think her ovaries are, like, shriveled up like raisins. I don't think that's really available to her. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that Jebba Ellis, I don't think she can even make babies anymore. I'm just, I'm speculating. I'm not, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a doctor, obviously, but I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, that's. Fucked up, dude. Anyway, Team uh, DeSantis is really... There's n there's nothing that they won't do at this point to embarrass all of us. All right, let me... Uh, I, told, I knew I had some serious stories. I actually do have serious shit that I need to get to, and I just don't... Also, dude, what the fuck, John Solomon? I mean, it's not his fault. I'm not blaming John Solomon. But do you guys ever see headlines that are so obvious that they annoy the shit out of you? That's what I felt when I saw this one. U.S. officials with dementia may pose national security threat, according to Pentagon-funded study. Are you shitting me? How do I get a fucking Pentagon-funded study done? Give me the money. I'll tell you that shit. Can you imagine your tax dollars, which the Pentagon took paid some outside fucking agency untold fucking sums of money so that they would write a study that says people with Alzheimer's are a security threat. Dude, no fucking shit, pal. Okay, I'm getting myself worked up again. Fuck, I keep trying to calm down and then I keep fucking it up by getting upset again. Do I have something I can play that's not gonna upset me? I already played that, hold on. I gotta have something. Is this spooky? Let's play a spooky meme. 
In the past 60 years, humans have exterminated over 150 million of their own kind. They have even perfected a process whereby they can spread a lethal disease on any part of this planet. Not to say anything about nuclear power. <laughs> oh, during their short history, you know, humans have subjected other humans to death by burning, hanging, decapitation, strangulation, electrocution, shooting, drowning, crushing, racking, disemboweling, and other methods far, far too revolting. The mark of Satan is upon them. Famine, pestilence, war, disease, and death. They rule this world. It was simply a test to prove how easily a man's mind can be controlled and twisted. good honey this is a good one oh that was spooky did that guy make you guys feel super it was spooky that was really good that was a good one i like that one a lot isn't that good yeah i thought that turned out awesome all right let's let's do you know what i i recognize that this show has not been one of my best <laughs> i know that try and turn it around try in the last couple of minutes here. Let me tell you, a um, couple of things that did happen this weekend that I thought were pretty cool and I thought you guys would appreciate. So this happened over the weekend, which for me, I thought this was a big deal and I was proud of it. So I want to share it with you guys. Anything that happens that makes me proud, I share with you. So Mr. Uh, Dan Scavino Jr. followed me over the weekend. So that's pretty cool. I've been trying to earn a follow from this man for years and uh, he's obviously extremely picky with who he follows, and I was really honored to get that follow over the weekend. So that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty neat. Uh, we also had okay. I, have, I do have more good news, and this also happened over the weekend. And uh, I want to make sure I highlight that for you guys. Congratulations to the great people of Texas in the state senate for rejecting political persecution. And respecting the integrity of elections, we should not. Uh, we should. We should choose our elected officials by voting, not by weaponizing government. That is for banana republics and third world countries. Now, Attorney General Ken Paxton can get back to work. He's one of the best. So this is a big congratulations to Attorney General Ken Paxton, who was uh, who was found innocent on all sixteen um, impeachment charges and will now resume his role as the Attorney General of Texas. Uh, this officially marks the end of the Bush dynasty in Texas. That's who attempted this crap. And I'm very proud of Ken Paxton. And I was honored to have gotten this photo with him and my friend Chanel Rion uh, back during Trump's uh, you know, uh, announcement, actually. It's a great photo of us. I was very happy uh, you know, to be there with them and, and to take this photo. Uh, but yeah, congratulations, Attorney General Ken Paxton of Texas. You are uh, 
This is a guy I would I would like to see considered for a much more significant role in the next Trump administration. I don't know what role, but I would like to see it. So, yeah, there you go. I thought that was pretty cool. You guys didn't even know I had a photo with him, did you? So that's, yeah, I know. There you go. This is my friend Chanel. Yeah, it's a good picture. Oh, you guys are asking where I'm. You you didn't see me? You guys are dicks. I'm obviously I'm right I'm right there. I'm right there. See, that's me. Hold on. Yeah, I'm obviously I'm right there. You can clearly see me. Yeah, we're having a good time. It was fine. Yeah, I was I was having a good time. I was talking to these gentlemen. And, uh, and then they were like, hey, Brendan, we're taking a picture. And I was like, okay, hold on, Ken and Chanel. And then I took the picture. Yeah, it's fine. It's not a big deal. I mean, everybody gets pictures with people. I just thought, I'm a little embarrassed you guys didn't recognize me. I mean, look, you can obviously see us now. I'm right there. See? Right there. Pretty embarrassing you guys didn't recognize me. That's fucking awkward. Okay, well, whatever. Yeah, maybe it's because I didn't have my hat on. I, I get it. I wouldn't have recognized me either. <laughs> All right. Boy, I really wanted to do stories that wouldn't make you rage today, and then I made myself rage like a million times. Um, hold on. Like this one. This happened too. It's not a joke. I, I don't know what world we're living in right now. This is currently one of the most bizarre things ever. Look at this. Why is Bob barking? Can you guys hear Bob? He's barking. Blue and Scion. Scion? Cayen? Cayen? Dude, they changed the colors of the fucking Empire State Building in partnership with iHeartRadio in honor of a new vaccine. This is literally meant to honor Pfizer. This is meant to honor Pfizer. Let that marinate for a moment. Fucking Pfizer. They, they changed the colors of the Empire State Building to honor a pharmaceutical company. This is like peak spooky, okay? It doesn't get much more spooky than that.
Come in here. No. Come on. Sit down. No, sit down. That was a very spooky meme. <laughs> Sorry, I heard Randy. Let me turn your mic on. Randy? Yeah. You're coughing. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm in the basement. I'm very worried about you. <clears throat> well, I'm worried about the basement. It's bad for lungs. Okay. So, Ugh. please stay out of the basement the rest of the day. I will go recover whatever you need from the basement. My, my poor wife. I heard her coughing. I was very worried. <laughs> oh, it's so bad down there. My gas mask is around here somewhere. Yeah, you're going to need that. All right. Anyways, Bob was barking too. I was also worried. that you're, Are you okay, Randy? Yeah, no, he was barking because I was down in the basement. And I think he could hear me down there from up here. And he didn't well, know he was paranoid. Was. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. It's okay. You're fine. The dehumidifier thingy works, Randy. It doesn't. It really doesn't. No, this thing right here. Oh, I, mean. I thought you were talking about the one in the basement. I was like, no, it did. No, the de Yeah, here's the issue. Our basement is 1,700 square feet, and there's a dehumidifier that's in the in the basement when we bought the house, and it's made for 700 square feet. So our problem is we've got a moldy basement now, and... Yeah, it's really messed yeah. up because it wasn't like that before, so now we have this big cleanup. Yeah, well, then we had some plumbing issues, and it's been really... it's And we're new to the South, so there's some stuff that we weren't 100% probably prepared to deal with that we're learning as we go. Yeah, well, I, I wasn't too worried about it before, but now it's like... She's worried now. I'm yeah. worried as well. You can't even breathe down there. And yeah. like, it's like, I've, got, I've just got to move all like all our baby pictures and stuff that we haven't hung up yet are down there. I don't want them to get moldy. Yeah. And my studio is down there and I can't even breathe I think what there. we'll do is price out a dehumidifier that's bigger for that space. Yeah. I think that's what we'll do. Yeah. That I seems like the easiest. I can't paint in there until we fix that. That's a, that's a problem. People are saying <laughs> you, you need oh, to God. stay out of there, Randy. They're saying that you <laughs> yeah, need. Yeah, it's in my lungs though. Well, yeah, but you don't oh fucking, yeah, but you don't listen. And I told you this already. And what? so now I'm publicly shaming you Why because would I send you down there. You're sick, but I've already told you that you shouldn't go down there until we, yeah, buy a mold kit. I'm going to do that as well. Yeah. But our Halloween and our fall decorations are down there and I want to put the fall stuff out. Rihanna, we're not, we're not Hey, wife. I love you. We're not, don't make me be an asshole in the air. <laughs> I'm, I'm not asking you to do something. I'm literally telling you Fine. stay out of the basement so I can address this. Okay. okay. Okay, good. Because otherwise what you'll do is you'll keep going down there until you're super sick and then you're going to blame me and I ain't having it. Okay. okay, good. Well, I guess if it gets fixed sooner than later, I won't have to go down there. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll we're going to have to address it. I mean, there's, uh, there's some good advice coming in. Um, no, it's not black mold, but... No, we don't have that here, thank God. Otherwise, we'd already yeah, have no. that problem. No, we don't have black mold up here, I don't think. No, it's all the little... It's just the the air quality is bad. Down it's there bad. Right now. It's bad. You can't be down there. Don't go down there, please. Simple. Randy, do you know why I brought you on the show? No. So that I could tell you this publicly and you, you would have to temper your... This is your, why you brought yeah. me in here? I brought you in here to tell you this because I knew if I did it off the air, you would argue with me. But if I'm I did it on the air... I'm arguing with you. Yeah, but I knew you would behave yourself because if, if this was off... She would get out of control and yell at me and blame me. But I was like, I will bring her on the air. I'm not yelling at you. It's not your fault. I oh, baby, if it. I turn this thing off right now, you would, you're going to flash on me. I know my wife. Wow. So I'm trying to say, let's just not dress this the way you're doing it right now. I totally set you up because I'm concerned about you. I recognize that we've got to fix it. Um, but you can't keep going down there and we will okay, address it. Well, I don't think it was fair to say that I'd be talking to you different off camera. That's kind of mean. <laughs> okay. 
then I'm not going to turn the camera off. <laughs> I'm keeping myself safe by leaving the camera rolling. <laughs> She's stuck now. Randy, what are you doing? You're quiet. She's being all silent now. I'm getting the silent treatment. Hey, babe, what was wrong with me at the beginning of the show? NyQuil. Is that really what does that? I, yeah, I think... It, I feel way better now, but you, dude, I felt not right. I didn't feel good. Yeah, I think it makes you feel all foggy when you wake up for a couple of hours. Randy, we, we got to do something about the mold. Yeah, I know. What should we do? Call mold remediation company? Are they going to charge me a million dollars? I don't have a million dollars to pay. <laughs> I'm serious. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah, but I want to I want to address it because I'm worried about you. I don't want you to get sick. Well, I, my art studio is down there and the baby pictures are down there. So that's that's what I'm worried about mostly. Do you have a mold remediation company you prefer? Me? I have no idea. Mold remediation. I, I think the first step would be you have to solve what what is causing the mold first before you remediate. Are you sure? Well, you, wouldn't you have to stop the moisture? Otherwise, you're just going to get more mold. I don't know. Do you want to call a place? I got a number. No. I hate <sighs> phone calls. <laughs> Fine, I'll deal with it. I'll call. Just add just it to my fucking list. Send me, no, send me the number. I'll call. You ask me if I want to. I don't want to, but I will. No, it's fine. Mold, I don't mind. I mold. Come on, beard vet. Bo mold. Oh, abatement. Abatement was the word. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Read that one wrong, buddy. You can see how I made the mistake. Mold abatement. Abatement, you guys. He didn't say what it looked like. It was abatement was the word he used. Mold abatement. So... Yeah, I got to get a better dehumidifier. Randy, how expensive are dehumidifiers? I have no clue. Let's I, let's I look one up on Amazon. Right now on the show? Yeah, it's fine. Everybody's, they're <laughs> wait, cool. I, I don't think you can get, wait, on Amazon. Dehumidifier for basement. Dude, you need wait, they're, they're $219 for a 3,200 square foot. Are you shitting me? I, okay, I would. Kind this of is way more reasonable. First, because some of those. Like made in China bullshit machines off Amazon throw off like more radiation than a microwave. I don't give a fuck. Dude. Hold on. Hey. You guys, which one should I buy? These aren't these aren't as bad as I thought they were gonna be. This is totally reasonable. <laughs> okay. And it, oh, I could have spent two hundred dollars to solve this fucking problem. I'm an idiot. This is what happens when I'm trying to help a fucking campaign all the time instead of help my own goddamn life. Wow, yeah, it's going to be a more expensive problem now. That sucks. Fuck me, dude. Sorry. Wait, you, you know what? I just don't want to hear about it. I'm going to solve the problem. I don't want to hear about it, though. I don't want to have conversations on end about it. You got to repaint your basement? It's not painted it's not to begin painted. with. It's just framed out. He's, Beard Vet says it won't fix it now. Well, that's just great. Why Why would removing the moisture not fix it? I don't know. I mean, obviously, you would have to get rid of the mold, but, like, it's not ruined forever, right? Yeah. No, they're saying it can be fixed easily. Right, because it's just, like... There's not, like, water standing down there, though. No, I, no, no, no. It's not like that. It's just humid. Yeah, just humid. That's all it is. It's just humid. The humid, I mean.
It needs airflow. Yeah, so I have to get rid of the mold and then I need a, a dehumidifier once the mold's gone. All right, that's easy enough. Wouldn't it be the other way around? Don't you have to get rid no. of the moisture first? No, they're saying literally you have to get a mold remediation company out to get rid of it and then immediately plug in the new thing. Gotcha. Yeah. This is like, everything everybody's explaining sounds very expensive. Yeah. I don't like having a basement, by the way. Like, it's not finished, and it's a bitch. There's all these stupid repairs that you have to constantly do. It's just exhausting. I don't have, like, I don't have the brain power to, like, I think, Randy, if I was in a different place in my life, I probably wouldn't mind so much. But I have to fucking deploy so much brain power all day long with all this other shit that I'm doing. And then it comes to my life in my fucking home, and it's just like... <laughs> This is why we had a house manager for two years. Remember that? Of course I remember Best that. Best house manager in the history of the world. My mom. Mm -hmm. Remember that? Lisa Kidder is the fucking goat. Oh, yeah. I was so spoiled when we hired her. She was, well, we both were. It's hard. And I, and I know I don't sound like I'm, I'm bitching, but it's horrible because I only have so much time in a fucking day. You know what I mean? And so same with you. You know what I mean? It sounds it sounds so pretentious, but it's the God honest truth. I am so buried up to my eyeballs and shit I'm working on. By the time I even look at problems in my actual life, I'm like, uh oh, I don't know what to do. My brain is fucking melted. <sighs> so that's what's going on. I bet that's what made you sick or that's what made me sick. The basement? Yeah. We haven't been down there. It's probably seeping through the fucking floors or something. I don't think so. <laughs> no, I the it's a little germ because Kanan, our, our son got sick and then our daughter got sick and then you got sick. It's been like bouncing around. The only difference is they diligently took the vitamins from Stronger Fitness I gave them and they got better a lot quicker. Yeah, well, yeah. I got it. I, I got laid up Friday, Saturday. So yeah. So it's been three days for me. I, I don't feel bad today. I just don't feel good. That actually, now that I'm coming out of that NyQuil fucking fog, I actually feel a lot better. Good. No wonder I was fucked up this morning. I didn't feel right this morning. I didn't feel right for the first half of this show. I know you were pretty loopy. You know what though? Uh, Lori of stronger fitness. She sent us that essential oil diffuser with her breathe easy or whatever it's called, uh, essential oil blend that she makes. Mm -hmm. And I turned it on before the show and I've noticed that you're breathing better. Our AC returns not in the basement. Everybody, you can relax. Our, oh, our, yeah, no, yeah, our air it's circulation's the, not down there. It's up top. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's not, it's not down there. Yeah, it's just exhausting. It's weird. I never knew I was going to end up being this kind of a guy. I should have known, but like it, you don't even have a choice when you keep going in business and you get to a certain point with what you do. And, and some of you guys know this. You literally don't even have the, the time or the brain power to allocate to certain things. People give me shit to like, oh, you're a, what are you like a yuppie or something? It's like, no, dude, I don't mind fixing shit. I like doing that kind of stuff. But I'm at a point now where, and I was kind of bitch about this the other day. I'm like, I'm so fucking up to my eyeballs and projects and shit I'm trying to fix with my business and other things that like I have to neglect all, whole parts of my life that I didn't normally neglect. 
Yeah, well, including I mean, this. There's only so much you can fit in a day, and you have to prioritize things. Well, I got a brand new fridge that the fucking freezer doesn't even work. <laughs> well, that's under warranty. That's just a matter of making the phone call. I know it's a matter of having the time to deal with another problem, and I'm like, fuck, dude. Like nothing, like nothing that's built anymore works for any that, long. Okay, you know. that's the thing that is frustrating me. And I was actually just texting with Harley chick about this this morning. We were kind of talking about how things have changed so much because they're just built to be temporary. Yeah, I built the fucking. Uh, we bought a brand new, expensive ass, an expensive ass uh, fridge. And then the freezer is giving me problems. And it's a fucking, uh, what, what did we buy? A Whirlpool? Is that what I bought? I bought one of the, the really quality brands, American yeah, brands. Like is it a Maytag? It's either a Maytag or a Whirlpool. I'm just fucking annoyed. Well, I mean, if you want to talk about being climate friendly, the amount of appliances that must be building up in landfills because they only last for a couple of years... You know, once an ice maker goes out, I've never seen anybody actually able to fix one. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. I have some shitty news to share. Oh, no. Um, just came to me. Thank you, California, for giving me the heads up. God, what a month we're having here. What? It'll put everything in perspective. Yeah. Um, Jeff Brain from Clout Hub passed away. Oh. Um, so, yeah. Jeff Brain, the founder of Clout Hub, he came on American Late Night one time with me in California. One of the nicest human beings you could ever meet uh, has passed away. Um, and it looks like he had another stroke. He had a stroke back in December. He had he was recovering from, and he was learning how to walk and speak again. And uh, yeah, Mike just let me know uh, that uh, Jeff Brain, he was, the, he, was, he was genuinely one of the nicest people you could ever meet. And he really believed in free speech. And it's, you know, when nobody, nobody wanted to platform me, Jeff Brain not only wanted me to, to, not only did he want to platform me, he, uh, he wanted to have, give me stock in the company. And, um, and he did, and he did. He gave me stock in Clout Hub and he believed in free speech. And, and really what's a testament to Jeff Brain, I was the one that got him shut down on video streaming for months on Clout Hub. And I didn't do it on purpose, but IBM got pissed at uh, about something that I had put out. And Jeff Brain was such a believer in free speech. He didn't even get mad at me. He, he, as a matter of fact, he was thrilled when he finally figured out a workaround and he built his own video streaming. He welcomed me right back onto the platform. Like anybody else would have said, we'll just get rid of Dilly and everything will be fine. But he said, fuck that. He got rid of IBM and he built his own streaming and, uh, and, and really was a good man. He was just a good man. And he really believed, he really believed in, in, uh, the first amendment and the constitution. He was a patriot. I think that he had a very, very rough couple of years and it was really shit that this is how it ends for him. He, he was just very kind to me. He was very kind to my wife. Um, so yeah, so you know, God bless him. And, and, and please say a prayer for Jeff Brain uh, as he's crossed over now and he's he's went home and say say a prayer for his family as well. Um, yeah. You know, all of his loved ones who are going to be affected by the passing of their, their uh, of Jeff. I mean, it's just terrible. That's so sad. He was young too and just a good person. 
Yeah. You know, some people are just kind. And he was one of those guys. Yeah. He was just, it didn't matter what I, if I had a question about anything, he'd say, let's get on a zoom call, Brandon. I'll help you. I'll walk you through it. That's what he always wanted to do. Jump on a zoom call and walk me through whatever I needed help with on my, on my clout hub account. <coughs> and, uh, yeah, he was just a good dude. So, and he was not, he must've been late fifties. I think late fifties or early six. He was very young. He was not an older man. He was a young guy. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's a sad one. All right. Well, rest in peace. Rest in peace, Jeff Brain. Amen. Oh, we love you, man. That sucks. It was. Yeah, he was a young, he was a younger guy, maybe mid fifties. He was not a, a very old man. He was he was a young guy. Well, there you go. That's that's too bad, Randy. That sucks. I know. I wait, but what am I? I can't not mention it. No, I'm glad. Like you I did. owe it to the audience. I think because they saw him on American Late Night, everybody knew who Jeff was. Well, and thank you for the tribute you just did to him, like your kind words in remembrance of him. I think that was important. Well, I just, I don't know. He was just a good dude. Like, yeah, it's kind of, it's a, it sucks because some, some of what I've said has made me uncomfortable because I, I said it. And then I think even I maybe didn't fully understand what I was saying. And, you know, when I told people it was a war of attrition and, and your goal was to survive Biden. And I said that years ago and I didn't I don't think I fully maybe appreciated just what that was going to look like Rihanna because it's true right like it was like we're going to have to try to figure out how to pull together and survive this guy and you know and there's just been a lot of people that that you know that started this journey with us that are not with us anymore yeah. um, since Biden got into office and it sucks you know so, so there you go. Well, shit. All right. Um, Is there a way we can reach out to Jeff's family to see what we can do? You know, Jeff just went through a divorce, Rihanna. His kids are all liberals and were treated him awful. Um, I, I don't, I wouldn't even begin to know who to reach out to. Shit. Maybe, uh, maybe Mike knows. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't even know. I, that, that was one of the things that bothered me the most about it is that I don't know that anybody was even in his corner other than his, his uh, coworkers. You know, or he had some people that really, that worked with him, that believed in him. And, and I, I hope that they were there. Somebody was there. But yeah, sucks. All right, well, shit. Sorry for today's show, guys. <laughs> I recognize, number one, I know that Night, the NyQuil hangover dilly first hour of the show was a fucking disaster. It was actually pretty funny. It was a disaster. I I, I was highly inefficient today. I didn't even get to a lot of my content that That's I was okay, supposed to play. Tomorrow. I thought it was a great show. I thought it was fun and well, funny. And I appreciate that. And entertaining. Yeah, and I, just I feel... mean, it obviously sucks at the end to get that news, but yeah. Yeah, horrible. Well, there you go. All right. Uh... Yeah, I think I'm done for today. I gotta put. I I do feel better though. If, if, I, this seems very fucking inappropriate now, but now that I'm coming out of that fog, I actually do feel less sick. I don't feel sick, Randy. So that's good. So I think that's that's a good thing. Promising. Yeah. All right. God bless you. God bless America. 
God bless our president, Donald J. Trump, and, and God bless Jeff Brain. I am author Brendan Dilly, and I'll be back tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern for another episode of The Dilly Show. Until then, let's keep taking it all back. See you guys. But there is no way. This is the United States of America. We're not giving up our sovereignty to anybody. Fuck that. We came too close. Now we're going back the other direction. We're not going to get calmer as years go by. We're going to get more fired up. We're going to want more. I want more. This culture war, you fucking idiots, is not is not something about the just, oh, the next re-election. We want it all back. We want our schools back. We want our education. We want our higher education back. We want our banking back. We want our celebrity fucking entertainment industries back. We want our music back. We want our sports back. We're fighting for all of it. I won't stop until we have every fucking aspect of Americanism back and actually representing America. We're raising an entire generation of patriots right behind us who have the exact same attitude and thoughts and approach. We're raising children. You're aborting them, we're raising them. We're raising them to vote. We're raising them to recognize bullshit. We're training them to not trust the the, uh, government or the media. We're training them in weapons. We're training them in free speech. We're not a fucking thing the left can do about it. We're not going away. This is only the beginning. Globalism was a failed idea. That was the George Bush era Republican, rhino, sellout, scumbag, globalist approach to things. This is a new America. This is a new America that resembles the old America, except for with a lot more wisdom. And you're just going to have to get used to it, lefties. We're not going anywhere.